You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Unsupervised Interns. Lachlan, Lachlan. Gabby, I'm just here. I I know you want some hot coffee. Here's some hot coffee. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report on Tuesday the 26th of October. I'm Dom Knight. Hello, Charles Firth. Hello, Gabby Bolt. Hello, hello. And they've got a deal. They've got a deal on Net Zero. History has been made. Yes, Australia is finally doing its bit to address climate change. Net Zero by 2050. It's going to happen. And look, kudos to Scott Morrison for finally solving global warming. I mean, really, that's what's happened Mm. this week. Yes. What did he get out of the deal? I'm, I'm not really across the details. So Barnaby Joyce... Yeah. Brilliant negotiator. Oh, is that yes. what he got? He got ownership of Barnaby Joyce and all of his children. No. That's a terrible negotiation. Barnaby Joyce negotiated with Scott Morrison and yeah. got, in return for backing mm. uh, Net Zero by 2050, which he doesn't personally support, he got lots and lots of money for the bush and an extra cabinet position, right. which means that the nationals can stop every other thing the government wants to do now. And so they've actually committed to doing stuff for Net Zero by 2050, the well, National Party. They've, they've committed to... Look... Barnaby has, uh, and I quote, agreed to a process going forward to reach the target. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's solved. It's as good as right. done. It's as they've, good as done. They've committed to a commitment. It, well, a process to a commitment. Sorry. Yeah. A process going forward towards a commitment. It's like scheduling sex, isn't it? <laughs> isn't well, it? Come it's on, like, much better oh, at that. I'll, I'll do it at 6pm next week, maybe. Gabby, you obviously aren't middle-aged with that comment. <laughs> But the genius of this, though, is that they've they've nixed 2030. So 2030 is the date where you've actually got to start doing things now, right? So instead of doing anything now, we have a plan to have a process to potentially commit to a target, to a goal that's going to be long after Barnaby Joyce is dead, and in return he gets money, lots of money, and a cabinet position. I mean, this is the best politician in Australia. He he is a master negotiator. You know what we should do? We should put him in, in charge of negotiating on behalf of us rather than on behalf of the coal lobby. Because imagine that. Imagine if he was negotiating on behalf of, like, our own interests. Yeah, there'd be, like, 26 meetings that he'd say he'll do and he won't turn up to. It'd be great. That would be brilliant. How can we twist his arm, though? How much will it cost? Well, we just... I reckon we get the environment. We get the environment to pay. Oh, Yes. With all like the money they've a whole got. Lot of donations to the National Party and to Matt Canavan, because they're all corrupt. Like they all, they'll just take money. And you just outbid the cult. Oh, no. See, it's not going to work, is it? Just tell the mint to print more. Give it to us. We'll give it to them. Yep. I love it. We'll negotiate a process of the payment. Yeah. And the best thing about this is that with Glasgow coming up, Scott Morrison was facing embarrassment. The Queen made him come along and it was looking as though instead of, as in previous climate summits, just saying we were maybe going to do something and it was sort of okay, we now have a firm commitment to maybe do something and maybe it will be okay. So congratulations, Prime Minister. You're going to look so good in Glasgow. This is great news. This is, I mean, I think Scott Morrison is the master negotiator here. Mm. Yeah. Climate king. Yep. 
So, do we have a plan to commit to a goal for a target for what's in this episode? Uh, yes, but uh, you will actually have to promote me and give me more money uh, for my regions if uh, if I'm going to tell you. Uh, and I'll, uh, it'll just be a plan to tell you. I'm not going to tell you yet. I really don't want to think about your regions, Charles, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Coming up on the show, we're not going to tell you. Let's just go straight to Rebecca Day in a minute. With the Chaser News headlines straight after this. Spoken like a true negotiator. But we'll have content for this episode by 2050. The Coalition has reached a deal with the National Party, which means that it is now on track to meet its ambitious goal of net zero clarity on climate policy by 2030. In announcing the plan, the Prime Minister said that making more coal to reduce the amount of coal produced was key to the plan. Lunig has been let go from the Age newspaper after he drew a terrible cartoon that was offensive and stupid. The Age said that they acted swiftly, removing the cartoonist just two decades after they first became aware of the problem. Support for the federal government has slumped again, with the coalition polling just 46% on a two-party preferred basis. Respondents said Mr Morrison's lack of ability to take responsibility for anything was the main reason for the shift away. But Mr Morrison said his poll numbers were not his fault and blamed the states for the record low result. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. Remember to subscribe and like our podcast in your podcast app of choice. I'm Rebecca Dana-Muno, and personally, I'd like to see net zero Barnaby Joyce by 2030. Now, traditionally in Australia, when we've needed to take the temperature of the nation, we've gone to pollsters like Morgan or NewsPoll. We've gone to social researchers like Human K. But there's no longer any need for that because Josh Earl who is the host of the Don't You Know Who I Am podcast, has conducted the nation's most extensive research into the Australian psyche in the past few months on Twitter. And he joins us now to reveal his findings. Hello, Josh. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. So, Josh, what have you been doing? What, what, what's your methodology? Well, what happened was, I'm in Melbourne, so we've been locked down for, what, 77 days. And mm. in the first week of the lockdown, I was doing the online learning for my kids, and they were doing okay on their own. So I thought I'll fill some time in. I did a, the first one was best nineties US guitar band. Mm. So I thought I'll just put it out there. And I put, I, I just did it without thinking in five minutes, wrote down 32. I could remember, put them in a tournament bracket. So one played 32, two mm. played 31. Mm. They all just like the tennis. And um, it kind of went a bit crazy. Like I didn't think – normally when I do polls, it's not as exciting and I get like 100 people. But this one had like thousands and thousands of people. Uh, so Adam Scott, the uh, actor from Parks and Recreation, <laughs> he got involved because R.E.M. <laughs> were one of the bands in it and he was very – he's a big R.E.M. fan. And he and Scott Ockerman, who host the uh, Are You Talking R.E.M. To Me podcast, got involved, and R.E.M. won, amazingly, and Good angered a lot of people, like Pixies fans and Sonic Youth fans, got very, very angry. And a lot of the anger was uh, directed towards me, which was weird, because <laughs> I was the only person who didn't have a vote in it. I can't vote on my own polls. Oh, but so, you compiled the bracket, I did so compile you the picked bracket. the 32. I know, but everyone it was so funny. Everyone was like complaining that, how come a band like uh, Guided by Voices didn't win this? I'm like, because... They're not as big as REM and the Pixies. That's the that's the whole thing about being an indie rock fan. Okay, you like these bands that no one else has heard of. Mm. And so then the next week, I decided I'll make it Australian. So I did Aussie bands from the nineties. Oh, yes. That's a sh- how did you find thirty two that were worth? I, 
Well, that was me. Everyone's going, oh, you've got to have the clouds in there. And I'm like, okay, I'll put the clouds in there. And they absolutely got trounced by Silverchair mm. in the first one. It's like, see, I, I try and do this thing for you people. and But, then, so, but yeah. wasn't that the problem? That was the problem with your seeding, though. Like, how did you seed those things? That was just arbitrary your opinion about which well, one is Number one, which one's number 32? In the first couple of weeks, I did do arbitrary ones, but the first 10 seeds always got through to the final 10. So I'm like, I know it was – but I was right, okay? I was right with my seeding because all the <laughs> all the favourites went through. Yeah. Then when the other music – so I did some other music Except ones. for the clouds, which were clearly superior. I love Who? the clouds. Yeah. I remember going and seeing them over in Manly. Yeah, and I bet I bet there was 100 people there. And then when you walk past Silverchair playing like Domain Stadium yeah, on the way yeah. home. So then I thought, all right, what's something I can do that's not going to have as much anger towards these people? Because people also tag and people. Dave Graney got tagged. I don't want people their like, day being ruined because someone's doing a Twitter poll. So I did uh, best ice creams you can get from a server. Ooh, ice yes. creams or, or ice treats. Yes, that was a great poll. Well, this I think Charles, you were even having a go at me here because you were yeah, like, I did. "Yeah, <laughs> I, I attacked you." I, I, just, I just came in and and because what was what was the problem? Didn't you? Surely the question one, without having seen this, the question one is: Is Vianetta included? Is something on the scale of a Vianetta, or has it got to be no. an ex- individual serve? All no, right. an individual. No. Serve. It was like, all right, I'm going to the shop. I'm going to Seven Eleven to get yeah. an ice cream. What, what do you want? And lots of people had an issue with ice cream, icy pole being in the same oh. in the same vote. But I'm like, every time you go to the servo and you get yes. an ice cream, you have to make that decision anyway. People are like, they're in the same freezer. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. So they're lucky they didn't have like frozen peas in there too. But I <laughs> did that, and that was Golden Gay Time one, and that was a bit boring because everyone was like, Golden Gay Time's going to win this. That's the so, REM of ice of ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's incorrect too because everyone knows that like I feel like there's a supermarket ice cream and then like a servo ice cream and a servo ice cream is never a golden gay time. It's like a Cornetto or something. Well, they were there and then everyone was like, because I, I missed a few out. I, I must admit, I, there was a few there that I, I didn't, I just <laughs> forgot about. So I think I had a wild card. And in Frosty some Fruits point. only made it a couple of rounds, I remember. Yeah, going, Frosty it's Fruits. Too I, thought, like, I thought it, the Mango Weiss Bar would do well. But yes. It, yes. Yeah. But and and yeah, and that's right, you seeded it really high and then it got knocked out immediately. Yeah. But aren't yeah. we learning from most of these results that even on on Twitter, kind of in the comedy circles, people are incredibly boring. People are REM yes. <laughs> yes. and silver chair. <laughs> And golden democracy, gay times. Democracy does not work. Let's let's just. Yeah. I mean, I like away. to think that if if you'd put the golden gay time out there, that could have been used instead of the plebiscite for marriage equality. Yeah. The point where the nation's embracing <laughs> the golden gay time to that degree, we didn't need to spend all that money on a, money on a postal vote. Yeah, it was just just put a golden gay time. Yes, no, everyone vote. That's that's you. That's your plebiscite. Yeah. Either that, or you do Australian comedians. Well, someone oh, should have do done Australian that. comedians, and I thought I can't. That'll I'll, get ugly. I'll just annoy my friends by ranking them first off, and then all the ones who didn't make it will be hitting me up in the DMs going, hey, how come I didn't get this? No, they'll be sending you donations to get on the list. Yeah. This could be a money-making oh, tactic. Actually, yeah, I should do that. Like but the Oscars. I did uh, Best Films of 99, and that was another oh. one where I'm like, all right, I'm out of this because Magnolia got kicked out in the first in the first round. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, the Matrix one, it was up against Toy Story 2. It was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, and that was me. one where I realised everyone is wrong about their opinion on – because every single time I voted in that one, I, I was in the minority. Like, yeah. it, it just my taste is the opposite of everyone but else. But, Charles, your taste is completely non-mainstream. Like, I, I'm just depressed that all the results are so lame. 
Oh, yeah. how very pick no, me of the I two of you. Toy Story 2 should have won. Like, Toy Story 2 should have won Story every award. Toy Story 2 is the best movie it's ever. It's the best movie ever made. Yeah. Although Magnolia was very good as well. I Magnolia's really, great. Yeah, yeah. But wasn't there one in that poll where you actually, it wasn't a 1999 film? I, I, I messed up. There was one film that was actually released in 98. Oh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels was released in 98. But then the American release was 99. So when I was doing the research oh. for that on Wikipedia, it was in the 99. So... See, I kicked it is... out and put something else in. I can't remember. Oh, I put the, the Iron Giant in. Because when I first put it up, everyone was like, where's the Iron Giant? And so I put it in and it got kicked out straight away. Yeah, it was like, that, yeah. there you go. What about Phantom Menace? Yeah. that, that Great was, movie. Well, I had that ranked number one because I ranked it in box office. Oh, uh, very clever. And so that was a great one where the number one seed went out straight away. That's what yeah. you want. That's what you want to see. Yeah, that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> then I did um, solo artists. So, no, uh, musical artists with... One name. With a single name. That That's was a, a yeah. good category. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a great category. Because I thought Beyonce would win this, but <gasps> she didn't it? even make it to the final. Really? How yeah. rude. Well, Prince, it came down Ooh. to uh, Prince and Madonna in the final. How did Sting go? That's a generational. I don't, he, Sting wasn't in it. Because no, Rihanna, it. Rihanna would be it. up there on sales. That's what I thought. Yeah, that was the real eye opener. So Drake was the number one uh, seed for sales. I did it on really? uh, monthly Ugh. Spotify listens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but it, it was true during that poll that every time Prince came up, you went, oh, yeah, I suppose I have to vote for Prince. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. The, what I liked about that one is people didn't really understand what it was. Because they kept on people saying, "What about Bowie?" And I'm like, "Do you mean do you mean David Bowie? Not, not eligible." Someone was like, "What, what about uh, yeah?" There was Elvis uh, Streisand. I'm like, "These are all people we know their surnames." Just names, yeah. Name. yeah. That's very just cool. got normal names. Today's episode of the Chaser Report brought to you by unsupervised interns. Whoa, where are our bosses? I'm going to eat raw chicken. Oh, my God, Lachlan. The big one was the final one I did, which was uh, best uh, chocolate bar. Oh. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, or snack kind of thing. And so this was the one that was the most depressing for me because all the, all the interesting ones got kicked out straight away. It was like, mm. so it was like, it came down, the final four were like Mars, M&M's, Kit Kat, and um, Snickers. Oh, oh yes, I, I remember like... seeing this on Twitter. Yeah. I was very happy with the result. Personally. So I got a lot of people saying, hey, you've made our morning Slack meeting. Like people in doing their morning offices, like meetings are going, hey, there's this Twitter poll. If everyone wants to vote in it, we'll do our own little office one. <laughs> They're lobbying like, yeah. for KitKat. <laughs> yeah. Kitty. <laughs> but that was the one where people were going, people were saying, do you mean like KitKat Chunky, KitKat? I'm like, it's just KitKat. Like whatever, whatever that means to you, that is what it's. Like, there was no, like, extra flavours in the other ones. You, like, the mm. boost was just – it wasn't a twin-pack boost. It was just a boost. And the it winner was? Like, uh, Kit Kat. Kit Kat won. As it should be. Which, no. which is it's sort of extraordinary because it's the blandest chocolate it's bar. It's the REM of chocolate bars. dare you? How? Justice for Kit Kat. What's not to like, okay? It's, like, beautiful creamy chocolate on the outside, wafer bicky on the inside. Wafer, That's the best the driest chocolate. and dullest of all biscuits. Oh. You can also get that – those flavours with other chocolate bars, which had other stuff in it, like a Chiquito has, I think, the same, similar stuff in it. Oh, True. too much, okay. Too True. much wafer. You've got to have the perfect amount of wafer. If, it, if I have to chew it more than, like, four times, it's not a good wafer chocolate. The Kit Kat is so boring, they had to release it in a weird format with four fingers just to make yeah. it interesting. 
Well, someone said I'm celebrating now, and they'd bitten it like it was an apple, not even like oh. taking a like a. I a saw that. Area. It looked like a bar graph. Yeah, and I was like, "Is this is this you trolling me? Is this what what Kit Kat fans do to get back at people?" I break like one finger off, and then I eat all of the sides of the chocolate, and then I eat the wafer cookie. Yeah, so I, I angered someone because I said that Kit Kat was the crowded house of chocolate bars. It's like <laughs> they're good, like and on paper they're pretty much perfect, but they're no one's favorite. Yes, yes, that's and right. I, and that a- angered some crowded house fans. There were two people arguing in my comments. I just look, I just stay out of it. I'm like, all right, I'm not replying to either of these because. You know, I didn't insult Crowder House. I just said. I said they're yeah. almost perfect. But they're, Yeah, but you're right. Like, you buy the Kit Kat so that other people will have something to eat. Yeah. You never buy it for yourself. No. Yeah. Kit Kat is my favourite chocolate, hands down. Oh, well, Gabby. It's Gabby. my favourite chocolate, hands down. I buy it, like, once a week. Well, you, you're in the majority then, Gabby. Fuck yeah. But I'm just wondering how we feel about this because, to me... The, any distraction during the pandemic online, absolutely awesome. Clearly people absolutely loved this and it got people talking about something other than case numbers. But when the results are as dull as these, <laughs> isn't it? You put all this effort in, Josh. You seeded it. You thought of 32 amazing options for each one. And every time Australian Twitter just went, oh, yeah, let's go with the dull and familiar one. Okay, yeah. all right, Dom. We're throwing, around, we're throwing around dull and familiar. What's your favourite chocolate, Dom? I don't have one. Oh, oh, how dull oh, and familiar. <laughs> well, oh. there's, there's no English translation for the one that he it's probably a, It's probably a crunchy, actually. I'm going to go with the crunchy. Reliable. Oh, that's boring. That's hit. even more boring than a Kit Kat. So I'm on record saying they're not even the, that's not even the best honeycomb coated in chocolate, chocolate bar you can get. I, think <laughs> I agree. Better. Justice for Violet Crumble. I think I think crunchies are you can put your tongue on the honeycomb and it all disappears. Yep. I don't. I that's don't know what I like about it. it. Melts in the mouth. I, yeah. See, I'm not a fan. I like I like a bit of crunch to it. So you don't like wait. Hold on. Let me wrap my head around this, Dom. You don't like a wafer biscuit mm. chocolate, but you're happy to break your teeth on a fucking crunchy. They don't break your teeth. They melt. Oh. The crumbles. The crunch is the one that um. Breaks your teeth. That, that, that shatters, yeah. I guess we're, I, just, we're just showing why this worked, though, as a piece of content, aren't we? <laughs> I, sorry, I've got to make a correction. I said the silver chair won. They didn't. Powderfinger won. Oh. Uh, no, good. that is good. That is very depressing. Powderfinger is, is you may as well just go to sleep. Uh-oh. I know Uh-oh. you're not telling me that Powderfinger are worse than silver chair. Powderfinger are probably my least favourite Australian band that I can think oh of. Oh, my God, you're kidding. Oh, Oh my, this it's, is going like to drive a rift between us, Dom. Brisbane-based lobotomy listening to Patrick. And what's Silverchair? What original thought? Yeah, wow, grunge in 1996, two years after it was made famous I'm by Nirvana. Good on, on you. I was, I was Team Clouds. If you don't know the Clouds, Gabby, honestly, you're I in don't. for a real treat. Honestly. But you like the Clouds and the Simpletons and the Locksmiths and all those bands, Dom? I like, yeah, I like indie pop with hooks. Yeah. It's just really fun. I, so you're giving up? You've created this monster... Is it just too well, much work or is there too, yeah. too many arguments? It's it's also like life is going back to normal down here in Melbourne and I want to try and get off Twitter <laughs> a bit. And, uh, yeah, after 10 of them. So I was going to do one which was the the poll of all the polls. So I had 10. So oh, I was yeah, what go, was your so, best poll? So it was oh, – the one I got the most was REM, but I think that's because Adam Scott has like a million <laughs> people following. But So it was going to be like REM, The Matrix and Radiohead. That's – a three-way in the first. Mm. Who do you choose out of those ones? Mm. Then 
the Golden Gay Time against one we didn't talk about, which was the best women's weekly birthday cake book, which was the train cake. <laughs> oh, no. Good. Justice for the duck. And, and he posted, I, I he posted yeah. photos of all of them. You should go so back through his Twitter feed yeah. because it's great because you get to say, oh, you go, oh, my mum made yeah. that. Yeah, because the yeah. duck it made was, it to Bluey. That's pretty big Yeah, raps. I know. Mm. I know. Uh, Kit Kat versus Tim Tam because Tim Tam won the best. Definitely the best Tim Tam. Definitely Tim Tam. And then the last one is Powderfinger, Arctic Monkeys, and Prince. So there's a three-way one as well because I did ten. So, yeah. So Arctic Monkeys won best what I called uh, landfill indie of the 2000s. Mm. <laughs> That's a great term. That's very good. Um, so true. <laughs> I, I, I was disappointed. The Strokes got kicked out very early. I thought they would run away with it. But, no, the Arctic Monkeys, which I was uh, surprised at. I didn't think. But then I, I thought uh, the generation behind me really liked the Arctic Monkeys. I don't, I don't know. I want more, Josh. I just think. Yeah, you I think you need to quit your day job. Right. This needs to become what you do. <laughs> I disagree. You know what, Josh? Go live your life. Go to pole rehab. Get away from it, all right? Because if you well, don't quit now, you'll never quit. It, what would be my next one then? Okay, where do I go? Gosh, best clearly, chase clearly, the clearly the next poll is, <laughs> should I do this for a living? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how much um, will you pay me? No, no, but like, there's so many, like, low alcohol beers. Like that oh, would be yeah. fun, you know. Like, oh, yeah, you not haven't even got into booze. booze. That's true. Well, yeah, someone said cordial flavors. Someone oh, said, cordial Ooh. flavors is a great one. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, great. That I don't great. think you'd get thirty-two. You might. I might have to do it at sixteen. Chip but flavors. Thinking, chip flavors is a good. I think Ribena would win cordial flavors once you put yeah. it up there. Fast food. Well, yeah. Cheese and onion would win chip flavors. Or if I did McDonald's items, all thirty-two items. Oh yeah, which is that's the best one. If you if you wanted to make some donation money but throw your morals aside, you could do best Murdoch papers. Um, but you might have a bit of a hard time coming back from that one, Josh. But I also like the category of um, the landfill, like, like celebrating mediocrity. Like to me, yeah. Powderfinger being the most landfill Australian artist, I would have enjoyed voting in that for them. So depending on the way you structure the poll, it could be endlessly fun. Yeah, all right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll, have, th- I'll have this week off and then, uh, and then I'll uh, – if, if your listeners hit me up and keep, keep haranguing me, I'll, I'll do it. It's Mr. Josh Earl on Twitter. And, look, I think we've definitely decided Victorian of the Year for 2021. Um, not Australian of the Year. Yeah, if I'm not King of Moomba this time next year, let's do another poll to try and get me King of Moomba. <laughs> Check out Josh's podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am, and don't forget to vote. If he does any more polls, you've got to get on board at Mr. Josh Earl on Twitter. As Australia opens up, it's important to follow the roadmap to achieving the new normal. Great. Those who plan to visit friends and family interstate are encouraged to still stay in a hotel. Not for quarantine reasons, just so they can have a break from you. Oh. As schools reopen, students will no longer be able to listen to music, play video games or watch Twitch streams during class. They must instead revert to sneaking an earphone through their shirt to keep up with the latest Taylor's version re-release or their OnlyFans subscriptions. Oh, okay. All people should exercise social distancing so as to not run the risk of being stuck within body odour smelling distance of strangers who haven't left their house in two months. Hmm. As you return to your workplace, if you live in Canberra, please wipe your desk before and after having a wank. After as well. According to the plan, we hope to get regular Aussies back to their normal state of not being able to name a Premier within six months. What a relief. With everyone's cooperation, by this time next year, we can all be back to gloriously living up our normal devastating grind. Oh. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra, I'm talking very fast because I've got a hot date with a very attractive desk. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust.
Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by unsupervised interns. Lachlan, Lachlan. Yes, Gabby. Why, why have you stacked all the chairs on top of each other? I am now king. I am king chairman. I am chairman of the board, man. This is why we need an interview process. So one of the joys of being back in the office in person, as I'm sure a lot of people are relating to at the moment, is I don't know how many people in their offices do like cute lunches, yes. but we often in the chaser office, one of us will go out and get some lunch and bring it back. And uh, I went to this little noodle place up the street uh, from us, the dumpling and noodle. Do place. they only sell little <laughs> noodles? <laughs> no, no, it's just it's just a little building. It's like it's like two square oh, right, meters, yeah. right? It's tiny. It's like a house, isn't it? Is it the one that's like it's just basically a house? And yeah, the world's tiniest restaurant. But yeah, they I make like they make really really good food. So I went and I was expecting to sit and wait for about 10 minutes like usual, except they were taking a little bit longer. And while they were taking longer with our order, I just decided to sit down and wait. And I overheard what is the most chaotically gross discussion I think I've ever heard between three typical coasty looking dudes who were eating in at this restaurant. And it was so small that I couldn't avoid hearing it. So I decided to write down what was happening as it was happening in our work chat, just so I would remember it for content like this. The first thing I overheard was, yeah, you should come up to the Central Coast sometime if you want a trick or treat. Hey, it goes off. Are they celebrating Halloween in the Central Coast? More so than anywhere else. And also these people were older than me. Yeah, are they toolies of Halloween? I don't, Is that a thing? I don't know, but they seem to participate in trick or treat, apparently. Mm. And I don't know what I would do if a near 30-year-old man knocked on my door saying trick or treat. I'd probably call the police. The next thing I overheard about a minute later was, oh, how good is the cheeky bikini cut? Hey, it's like so good for seeing a little bit of booty on the beach. And then another one of them replied, yeah, I remember when like those square cut swimsuits were all the rage and it was like a huge boner kill. Um, so <laughs> I'm really happy that the standard for men is definitely being upheld. And then, yeah, I would check out the Northern Beaches beaches more, but the girls don't really talk to me there. <laughs> um, and then one of them just out of nowhere, haha, check out this photo. It's four turtles sitting on a rock. So good for them, I guess. And then the last thing I heard before I left was, don't let me see any women today after I've eaten these dumplings. <laughs> you know what that means. No, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, that means... What's the danger? He's got chilli on his mouth. Or garlic bread. Oh, because God forbid women will be throwing themselves at you after this. <laughs> I, oh, just, if you're going to have gross conversations, Look, do it in hush tones like everyone else. You're from Bathurst. You don't understand this sort of coastal lingo and, well, and, and witty repartee. I did pub gigs for six years. I have overheard all sorts of conversations. I just think there's something deeply wrong with most young men. And and what I think you heard there was a lot of hateful bravado of the sort that is normal, normal Mm. banner between younger men. Mm. And then there was just a brief moment in the middle where where they they got together and looked at a photo of four turtles sitting on a rock. rock. And that was the only genuine moment in the entire conversation. The only Mm. moment where one of them showed any emotion. Mm. Four turtles on a rock is the cure to toxic masculinity. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dom, let you down like that. <laughs> we, we shouldn't have been It was at, actually you guys. We shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Our gear is from Rode Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network, and you should leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and, and subscribe. And if you leave an iTunes review... You've got to make it... What have you got to make it about this time? Dumplings. Dumplings, Just yeah. please redeem no, my experience. make it about bikini cuts. No, don't. And you should leave us a review because in, in a way we're all just turtles sitting on the same rock, aren't we? Oh, my God. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.